What if you could build a business in the modern world as big or as small as you want without having to compromise the things that were the most important to you in the very beginning? This is the Wealthy Consultant Talks podcast with Taylor Welch and Mike Walker, as they share with you today their learning lessons from stories in their experiences over the past 10 to 15 years and share with you right here, right now. Let's get into it. What is going on, my friends? Mike Walker here with you and another episode of TWC Talks podcast. Excited to have you here. We're going to be diving into a topic that I've been using for years, and I want to actually kind of give you an inside scoop as to how we do some of these things. You know, uh, in the modern day era that we live in, especially if you're an entrepreneur or business owner or manager of any level, um, things move fast. You know, the, the speed at which we are moving through the marketplace only seems to grow exponentially year over year. And it comes at a point where you've got to stay ahead of the pack. You're, you're constantly looking for an edge in, in business, in the marketplace. You're looking for a way to advance your initiatives, whatever those may be. And things move quick. You know, we, we live in a high bandwidth, um, high inter- high speed internet, everything, right? Just there's so many things moving very, very quickly. And therefore, by nature, we have to move quickly. Now, that's all fine and good, except for the fact that we also need to move quickly well, we need to move quickly with quality, right? We can't just deliver crap. We need to actually like show up and present a strong offer, a strong service, whatever it may be. Obviously, we need to deliver value to the marketplace. So how do we do that while at the same time moving quickly and evolving and, and you know, bobbing and weaving, if you will, with the market and staying ahead of the learning curve, right? Well, you may be familiar with something called the 10,000 hour rule. I'd say most people, especially listening to this episode and, and this uh, series of podcasts is probably fairly familiar with it. If you're not, I'll give you a quick background. So the 10,000 hour rule was popularized by an author named Malcolm Gladwell in his book, Outliers. Uh, it was published back in 2008. Great book. Definitely encourage you to read it if you haven't already. And while Gladwell um, brought this concept to the wide audience, it, it was originally based on his research um, from psychologist Kay, Ander, uh, Kay Anders uh, Erickson. There we go. Kay Anders Erickson, uh, whose work on the deliberate practice and expertise formed the foundation of the idea. Okay. So the 10,000 hour rule was popularized by Malcolm Gladwell, but it was actually built upon some learnings from psychologists in the past. Now, here's the thing. 10,000 hours sounds good. We can wrap our heads around that, right? And that would make sense. You can't just flip the switch and become an expert at something you know, overnight, right? Well, here's the problem though. What if you don't have 10,000 hours to get good at something? What if you don't have 10,000 hours to become exceptionally good at something, right? And that's what we're going to be decoding today, the formula for becoming an expert fast. All right, so let's quickly understand and, and have some context around this 10 hour or 10,000 hour concept, right? Eight hours a day, five days a week, basically equates to 2,000, just over 2,000 hours a, uh, per year, 2,080 to be specific, which if you round up, basically becomes five years. It's like four point eight years or something like that. But for, for argument's sake, and you know, maybe you take a day off or two here or there, uh, let's just say it takes five years. And that would be eight hours a day, five days a week. Now, I'm going to guess that you probably don't spend five days a week, eight hours a day at one particular skill set or learning, right? That would be pretty intense for almost anybody. So let's round this up and become even more realistic. Let's say you can spend four hours a day, five days a week, now we're at 10 years to get good at something, okay? And, and 
underneath the, the concept of this 10,000 hour rule, obviously, right? So 10 years, do you have 10 years to get exceptionally good at something in the marketplace? Probably not. And I'm pretty sure that the market's going to look very, very different 10 years from now. So to focus on something today that you will become an expert at 10 years from now isn't necessarily going to work, right? So for argument's sake, let's understand the concept that, look, you can probably get pretty good at something before the 10,000 hours is hit. Am I right? Like if you really put in some focus, you're probably going to become quite sufficient um, and efficient at whatever it is, that task or skill or, or whatever it may be um, that you're working on, right? So let's talk about that because we can actually compress time through deliberate practice and not all practice is equal. Um, and I, I want to talk about that and compressing time, like actually uh, putting in deliberate practice towards a specific result. And then I'm going to end on five quick uh, concepts or action steps or mindsets or frameworks that you can use to compress time for yourself and become an expert at something very, very quickly, as long as you do it with intent. All right. So let's, I'm going to keep this one short today because naturally we're talking about time and compressing time. Okay. So let's get into it. The, the general framework, you, you may hear this, especially if you come from any kind of uh, engineering background is JIT education or just in time learning. It's a concept that's very, very popular, especially in more of the corporate sectors, specifically around the function of learning very technical things, you know, whether they require multiple steps or very high detail uh, organization or, or frameworks. JIT, just in time learning, is something that is very, very popular in those sectors because you may have a, a series of, you know, multiple sequential steps, 20, 50, 100,000 even uh, things that have to get done in a very particular order in order to get something done and get it done at, at quality and, and, and on point. And so we typically will see these uh, kind of pieces broken down into very small chunks, like small videos or small um, itemized reports or manifestos or there's all kinds of different um drawings even you'll see it a lot in a lot of different facets but the concept is that you're learning something as you're going through it as you need to go through and go through the actual function of completing that particular task now what i'm going to be talking about those embracing this concept of jit education or jit learning and actually compressing it into what i call micro learning so micro learning and 90 day sprints let's talk about that Micro learning would be saying, okay, today or this week, I'm going to do nothing but focus on this one very specific function of the broader thing that I'm trying to do. And so that's where we need to kind of start with the end in mind and reverse engineer. So I'm going to explain that in a minute, but we're going to use that. We're going to achieve that result by using micro learning and 90 day sprints. All right. So walk with me through this process. We know that we want to get very, very good at X. You can't hit a target you can't see. So first and foremost, we need to understand what is that that we want to get good at? What is the end result? What does success look like? What does expert look like to you in this particular thing? You must define it with absolute clarity. Again, you're not going to you know hit it if you can't actually define it. So let's first define what that looks like. Once you have that, now you need to break that down into sequential steps. What are the primary functions that are required to become good at that one thing? All right. So if it's a physical function, if it's a matter of, you know, running a marathon, for example, well, obviously you're not just going to start running full pace marathon length 
on day one. You're probably going to start it. Okay. First, I'm going to do two miles. And then next week, I'm going to do four miles, right? And then six miles and eight miles. You're going to start to sequentially build up to the point that you could then facilitate and finish an entire marathon, right? Well, it's the same thing with learning anything else is let's first break it down into more micro steps. If there are multiple steps required or more multiple skill sets that are required to be it good at a particular thing, then let's figure out what those are. So as an example, we could also say, okay, well, I want to get really, really good at speaking on stage. Okay. Well, what functions would be required to achieve that? Well, I need to learn body language mechanics, uh, what we call kinesics. I, I need to be able to uh, present myself well in a physical visual format on stage. Okay, great. There's one skill. What's the next one? Well, probably some memory retention, um, you know, articulating my thoughts, thinking processes, sequentially education, you know, learning, like you'd have to think through what are some of the things that I would have to get good at for, for that. And then break it down again, sequentially step by step by step. Okay. So once you've reverse engineered the primary objective into stages, now you can go all in on micro learning these particular skills. You could spend a day, a week, a month, even multiple months, an entire quarter. I mean, potentially even a year if you wanted to, but the concept is compressing this down. So you get really, really focused, narrowed focus on a particular subset of skills that are required to complete the main objective that you're trying to get really, really good at. And you can do that very quickly. When you embrace this concept of micro learning, it really speeds things up. Within a matter of 90 days, you can become basically expert at almost anything, at least from a understanding and like education based. Now, if there's physical elements required, then naturally, you know, there are physical limitations to the human body, right? Like you may not be able to be an expert at marathons in 90 days because there are physical elements. So there's going to be some, some gray area here, but for the purpose of learning anything that's, you know, mental or, or a skill set that's required, you can get really, really good by embracing this micro learning and 90 day sprints. So 90 day sprints, meaning that for each of those stages, we'll say that you want to get good at something, break that up into those 90 day sprints. Each of those four 90 day sprints would equate to your end result. Once you learn these four categories or those four subsets of skills that you've spent 90 days on cumulatively, putting those together is going to allow you to become extremely efficient at that end objective, whatever it is that you're trying to get good at. All right. So one of the keys to doing that though, is going to be understanding what do I study and what do I not study? Because in today's world, we don't lack information. There is zero lack, you know, of, of information. We, we have, we don't lack for information at all. It's, it's out there on any level, Google, YouTube, you name it, it's out there, right? So the, it, it's not about lack of information. It's about lack of context narrowing in and knowing what to say no to is actually a, a skill that you must learn in order to be able to make these JIT learning or these 90 day sprints work for you. So you need a mental model, you need a framework, a decision-making algorithm to actually achieve it. And so these are things that obviously are going to vary greatly depending on what those actual skills are and the subset skills required to accomplish them. But my encouragement to you would be this, you need to have some very simple yes or no binary questions that you can ask yourself as you're going through these 90 day sprints. And that could be as simple as, will this help me get to this 90 day goal? Yes or no. Will learning this 
help me get better at this this week? Yes or no? You know, come up with some extremely simple questions that you can ask yourself that again are binary. Yes, no, yes, no. If you can filter through information faster with a binary yes, no uh, framework, you're going to be able to filter through all the information that's out there in the world much faster than if you're just basically reading anything on the topic that has the word whatever that you're studying, right? <laughs> so you need to understand that there's a lot of information, but that doesn't mean you need all of it. What you need is high quality information, right? And so the, the skill, the superpower is not so much just absorbing a lot of information quantity, it's quality. So never confuse the volume for the value. Find the gold inside of those books. It might not be reading the entire book. It might be actually reading that one chapter. It might actually be just finding that one paragraph in that book that is going to allow you to extract the gold that you're looking for. Okay. So be very conscious of the fact that it's not about volume. It's about value. When we're trying to compress our learning, compress the amount of time that we're going into the, into our learning phases. All right. Now let's quickly move on to the next things. Then we're going to close up here. Step number one, set clear, specific goals, define precisely what you want to learn within 90 days. Okay, your goal should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. That's what we call SMART goals, all right? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. With clarity, you'll be able to maintain the focus. 90 days is an amazing amount of time to become exceptionally skilled at one particular thing, but you must narrow it down. It must be specific. Create a structured learning plan. Break it down like we talked about. Take your main goal and reverse engineer it into manageable sub-goals. These sub goals, like I said, could be 90 days, it could be a week, it could be a day, whatever it is. When you start to compress time and structure your learning into very uh, specific learning sequence, it's amazing how efficient you can be and get good at it, basically anything exceptionally fast. And then leverage speed retention and, and active recall. So basically what happens is when you can force your brain to rework and recall through things fast via, uh, you can do this with flashcards. You, there's multiple platforms on, online that you can do this. Basically anything that's going to force your brain to recall that information quickly and repetitively multiple times over and over and over again, it's going to impress upon your mind. It's going to build, it's going to link the, the, the neurons in your brain to that information and will, they'll become extra, extremely strong. So imagine, you know, just lifting weights, right? Well, lifting weights one day, isn't going to make that muscle extremely strong. It's going to be that repetition, right? And when you do that with your brain, it's going to deeply embed the new learning into your brain. So the power of this is that as you're learning fast, you're obviously being hit with a lot of information all at once. It can feel like drinking from a fire hose, right? So the thing here is the key sequences that you need or the very the, the core values or the core functions that you're needing to learn, you need to impress those upon your brain repeatedly. So whatever you learned last week needs to be brought up this week again. And then whatever you learned last month, you need to recall it again. Keep bringing it forward with you so that as you're learning new information, you're recalling and going back and bringing the, the other information that you, you learned previously, bring it forward with you and make sure just continually impress it upon your brain. And therefore, by the time you get done with your 90 day sprint or whatever you know set of time that you're, you're giving yourself, you will have brought all that information from the earlier days forward with you along the way, okay? Number four, immerse yourself in practice. There's just simply no other way to do this, obviously. But what I will say is one of the best ways to practice something is to actually try to teach it to somebody else. 
It's a really, really powerful concept. Now, whether you're actually going to teach someone else or you just want to video yourself trying to explain it, whatever you want to do, see what you can do about teaching it to someone else as you go. It's a very powerful way of, again, deeply embedding the information into your mind. And if you can't arti uh, clearly articulate it via you know, verbal communication, chances are it's probably not distilled cleanly enough in your memory and into your brain in a way that you're going to be able to recall it indefinitely going forward. But once you know something and it's deeply set, you know it. It's not going anywhere. So the practice of immersing yourself and teaching it to somebody else is an extremely powerful practice. And then lastly, although it may seem very basic, and it is, but it is something that can be missed, prioritize sleep, nutrition, mindfulness. All three of these things combined have the ability to keep that information distilled in your brain properly, reduce the stress, improve your focus, and will enhance your learning efficiency. It's going to allow you to actually absorb more information quickly. You know, if you put poor level of fuel, something, you know, like a, a low grade fuel into a Ferrari, it's obviously not going to run very well, right? It's the same thing here. Your brain is a Ferrari, so we need to give it top grade fuel, racing fuel even, right? So in order to do that requires sleep, nutrition, mindfulness. This is going to keep you with a clean slate every day, kind of reset your brain and allow you to retain even more information the, the next uh, 90 days or the next day or the next week, whatever it may be. You need to wipe that slate clean and start fresh every single time so you can actually retain all the information that you're bringing on, all right? So some basic steps here, guys, but I will tell you, it does not take 10,000 hours to become an expert at something in, if you take on this more deliberate focus, this more um, you know advanced way of micro-learning and these 90-day sprints, it will really, really help you. And it's pretty amazing what you can get done in 90 days, guys. So I encourage you to do it. Pick a topic, get clear. You gotta be able to know what it is that you're going for, but once you do, you can definitely do it, all right? One of the things that we do here at The Wealthy Consultant is we have a product and a program called Peak Performance. Uh, Taylor Welch's program by far is one of our most popular programs. If you have not dove into that learning, I highly, highly encourage you to do so because what Peak perform Performance allows you to do and Peak Productivity is allows you to compress time like we talked about today, but also manage your day, design your day to allow you to actually achieve this. There's a lot of things out there. We're all busy. We all have you know, a lot of different responsibilities pulling at us all day long. And unless we design our days with intent, learning this type of thing, becoming an expert at something very, very quickly becomes basically impossible. All right. Because we're constantly trying to filter through the urgent from the, from the important and, and everything in between, it gets very, very challenging. So if you are interested in compressing time and becoming an expert at something very, very quickly. I highly encourage you, if you haven't already, check out Peak Productivity. I'll make sure that the link is below on this episode. It's an amazing course. It's by far one of our most popular and it truly is actually life transform, uh, transform, <laughs> transformational, actually. There we go. It's transformational in the sense that it allows you to completely redesign the way that you move through your days. And in doing so, it's going to allow you to embrace this concept of these um, you know, just in time learning, micro learning, 90 day sprints, everything we talked about today, you'll actually have the ability to, um, deploy that into your life and adopt it as a normal way of operating. Okay. So awesome guys. Great to have you here. Check out peak performance. I know you'll love it. And, uh, we'll see you next time on another episode. Take care.